Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters in Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read Haikyuu, volume 24. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been a year since we read a volume of Haikyuu, Kevin. Yes. That's not true. It just feels like it. Yeah, it's weird. Before we get started, do you, did you hear about the announcement of Viz manga? And do you have any thoughts on it? I was kind of confused because I was like, yeah, we're announcing Viz manga. Hasn't that already existed, though? No, it's a separate catalog. That's all they're not shown in Jump stuff. Ah. And I think it's a separate... I could not get any information on what the cost is and if there's some sort of bundle with it and Shonen Jump. Okay. I Because they were like, oh, yeah, if you're already using our app, I'm like, so I I already have access to it, I guess? It didn't seem like I did when I was trying to. Like I, I, got, have, I haven't looked, so... I looked over the titles. Sailor Moon is not there, so what's even the point? <laughs> Case closed is probably the big thing that is okay. on there. Inuyasha and Ranma One Half are also on there. Okay, and then a bunch of other stuff that like, like those were the most notable titles. No, yeah, I just I remember looking at it and then literally the the message made it sound like this is a thing that already exists though. Like I I just didn't get the fact that it was a bunch of their non Shonen Jump titles. Because, I, again, I saw the thing about the app, and I was like, oh, yeah, or you could use our app. You know, download our app, or if you already have it. I'm like, well, I, I do already have it, I thought. Yeah, I feel like Viz is terrible at announcing things. They are. I mean, we, we and somehow they keep getting worse is, I guess, what my actual thought <laughs> is. That is true. So now if you want to read all of Inuyasha, you can do that by paying them somehow. <laughs> maybe i think i still what i i just took the app off my phone and i'm pretty sure it's good another subscription and i need to go into the app to pay for it and i am so mad about that kevin <laughs> before that though we have shown and jump this week starting with a brand new series do retry chapter one arizora okami kevin what did you think of this chapter i thought it was all right this seems like a you know we're gonna get more of a sports boxing manga you know set in post World War II Japan? Yes, or or about to be post World War II Japan. I'm not sure if the bomb is hit yet. I don't think so either, but I'm pretty sure there were Americans there that were. He was You're right. candy from. So I'm You're assuming right. You're it's right. po- I'm assuming it's like just post World War II Japan. I forgot that bit. You are correct. Yeah, I thought the tone was really strange because yes. I was like, "Ah, oh, a boxing anime or a boxing manga." Well, I guess we don't have a sports manga in Shonen Jump. This should fit right. It, oh, also, it's Grave of the Fireflies, Jeremy. Yep. I'm like, "Oh, okay." It's like, "No, wait, no, it's a Shonen boxing manga." I'm like, "Pick a lane." Yeah, it was it was definitely very weird. Especially towards the end I was like, "This isn't a one-shot, is it? It doesn't feel like a one-shot." And then this Yakuza woman question mark, this Yaku- this anime ass character in this Grave of the Fireflies yep. shows up and is like, "I shall train you to do a boxing." Yep, and she has the same char- charm as the main character, and I don't at first my first thought was, "Oh my god, did she steal the charm of his dad? That's so mean." And then I looked back and was like, "No, he's still wearing his." Okay. Yeah, I assume it's she trained his dad or something. Or worked some with sort his of dad or thing, some, yeah, boxing. Some, some kind of thing, you but know. She looks like she should be a One Piece character, and she just walks into this <laughs> very serious post-World War II, uh, my sister is sick, and we got bombed, and my parents are dead story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was totally all over the place, and that was very strange. Yeah, that that was definitely true. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Speaking of One Piece characters, next we have One Piece chapter 1082. Let's go and take it. 
We, which is pretty. We already talked about this chapter, Kevin. We did uh, yes. off the mics. It ruled. It is, is the thing about ruled. it. It had Buggy accidentally giving an inspiring speech. I don't think actually accidentally. I think that was more of a just as planned sort of thing. But. I I personally feel like it was the accident was that everyone heard it. I think he was trying to give an inspiring speech to even Crocodile and No, I think he was like, Oh, Crocodile and Mihawk will not Crocodile especially will not care about that's this true. speech. But if I get everybody on board, that's my strength. Yeah. I really like the backstory through stuff too with Buggy being like, Oh yeah, Shanks was like, No, nah, I'm not gonna go after One Piece and that made me be like, Oh, I'm not gonna after go after One Piece. But now Shanks is going after One Piece, so we gotta beat that dumb red-haired guy to it. Yep, he's he stole my treasure map or lost my treasure map. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is now. I'm pretty sure he lost it off the side of a. That's right. Yeah, the ship. He, I'm he pretty sure that's ship. true. There, there's some One Piece thing that I keep meaning to ask you. Hey, is that the thing that happened in One Piece, or did I headcanon that? But I can't remember what it is now. It was relevant this week. <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. And then uh, we have. I almost said Kobe. Kobe and Sabo are interchangeable in my head, and it's a problem. (laughs) We have Sabo coming back to the revolutionaries, and he's going to explain what happened to the island that uh, got space lasered. Hopefully to us, because it's a cliffhanger. Yes, hopefully to us, he explained what happened. Hopefully we're not going to cut the dragon and Ivanka be like, oh, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I hope so as well, because he's like, let me really tell you what happened at the reverie. Yeah. That was the... Because that was something like which we also saw. is the thing we'd want to know. Hey, remember when the king of the of the empty throne just has a straw hat in a freezer at Mary Jean? <laughs> remember that weird cliffhanger? Yes. So I was like, yes, I am very interested in this story, Sabo. Please explain more. Yeah. Please tell me how Vivi got kidnapped by the news. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Nope. Next up, we have Kill Blue, page three. Nora Mitosuka. I mean, this was better than Kill Blue has been. Yeah, I felt it, like this was like just kind of like, uh huh, yeah. I this seems fine, but like, yeah, that's the cliche, all right. And I didn't like the cliffhanger at all. I have similar pick a lane issues with Kill Blue, and that I think I just want it to be a school manga with a guy who happens to be an assassin. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I want assassin stuff every week, but this be what we're getting. Yep. Anything else on Kill Blue? Nope. Uh, next up, we have Blue Box number 99, Don't Hesitate. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? also like Blue Box this week. You know, uh, I kind of like the... I'm more excited about what's going to happen next week and slash apprehensive uh, if they do, you know, if it does just end. But I'm more interested in what's going to happen next week. But this is, especially with the cliffhanger of Tayo being like, hey, can we, like, talk? Yeah. I like that. I like them, like, keep buying new fortunes. Like, yes. oh, this fortune's terrible. Let me, yeah, let me go one. buy another one. And I just like the, I, I like every person has been, that isn't how it works. Oh, this fortune <laughs> is terrible. I'm going to go buy another one. And then the next person, this fortune is terrible. I'm going to buy another one until I get a good one. Yeah. It's like, that. that isn't how that, I was like, that's exactly how that works. That's how the shrine makes money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just gotcha mechanics, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta keep pulling until you get that SSR fortune. <laughs> I also wrote down new love triangle get because manager lady is sad that guy is clearly into the rhythmic gymnastics girl. Yes. Who no longer has a tie to distract her, presumably. Presumably. So yeah, it, it, I really liked it, but. Yeah, I liked it too. Next up, we have a Kanabanshi story 60, only one side, which I also liked quite a bit, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of a slow beat chapter. Yeah. It is, I think, more reestablishing our main trio is 
characters who are going to be the main characters going forward. Yeah, that's fair. Since the guy hasn't done anything lately and isn't in the tuning exams. Mm-hmm. I also really like her back at the bar. Okay. And they'd be like, man, could she just live here forever? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do like that as well. I also like the idea of actually the best people to play drunks are people who aren't drunk because she just sees all of the other signs. Like she's just watching drunk people to act drunk rather than drawing on personal experience. Because obviously if you're drunk, it's kind of hard to draw on personal experience of, man, I could barely form coherent sentences right now. How the hell am I supposed to remember how I'm acting when I'm drunk? When I'm not drunk. Yeah, depending on how alcohol affects you, but that's not something yes. you can control. Although, it did seem very Shonen Jump, and specifically 2000s Shonen Jump for his mom to be like, no, just have some beers. It's fine. Like, you're with me. I did it as a kid. She's like, no, I can't. I'm underage. This is Shonen Jump. <laughs> and specifically, it's Shonen Jump past the year 2005. Minors aren't allowed to have alcohol. Yes. The Chinese government wouldn't like it if we did. Anything else on Akanabanashi? Nope. Next up, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 117, Kill Without Moving, which I also thought was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I thought it. the way the poison worked was kind of obvious to the point where I'm like, oh, clearly it's movement-based. Yeah. And so that reveal didn't do much, but I do love Sakamoto at the end just yes. doing a Kakashi from... And I also love the wheelchair attack of them. Like, yes. Okay, so we got a wheelchair and a grenade. If Sakamoto were here... <laughs> what would he do? <laughs> Ha-ha! But yes, I do love Sakamoto antlining, antlining his way uh, through the ground. Yeah, just the hand. The I just I love the panel of the hand coming through the ground and like the huge rippling cracks through the asphalt as he rips the guy back down. Hey, the poison isn't in here, right? <laughs> Is the air bad in here? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good. Yes. Next up, we have Undead Unluck number one hundred fifty-seven. Save you. What did you think of this one? I thought this was okay. You know this. This had some good bits, so I'm not, I, you know, I liked it, but it hasn't been super amazing for Undead and Unluck. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I still don't remember who this guy is, and he's a different guy in this, uh, yeah, time, in this timeline. He's a robot. So. Yes. So that there's that going for it. Uh, but you know, it still had some, it still had some good bits. So. Speaking of good bits, next we have Elusive Samurai 108, Elusive 1335, uh, which I thought was really good. Yeah, I did like it. I just kind of. Strangely, didn't like it as some of the other stuff this week, if that makes any sense. Like, I did think it was good. I, I thought I'm putting the oil on was good. I thought the bell stuff was really good. And then the bit with the haircut was meaningful. Yeah, that's fair. I thought it all really worked. Mm -hmm. But I guess we'll move on then, if you don't have much to say on it. Last mm -hmm. but not least, we have Mission Near Zakura Family, Mission 176, Uncle Kiorichiro versus Papa Tayo. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I really liked this chapter, mainly with Hafumi, I think is her name. I, I yeah. keep forgetting her name. But Hafumi going like insane with uh, yeah that panel is incredible like it's both a hilarious page turn and also like one of the most intense drawings I've seen in Shonen Jump in a really long time yeah just the uh, you made my brother cry uh, like the way her hair goes into like straight lines that are panel borders and yeah. like go into the other panels was genuinely incredible and they're like oh man this murder is intent like it's not good from a five year old <laughs> yes so I ended up really liking it. Like a lot from that panel and just the the whole thing in general of, you know, Kuichiro's just been like sort of teasing him, sort of not, and you know, he was like, "Listen, you had your fun. You had, you know, you have given me grandkids. You don't need to exist anymore." <laughs> nieces and nephews, not nieces, grandkids. Yes, you're right. But nieces yes. and nephews. Nieces and nephew. I suppose. Yes, you have continued the family line. You don't <laughs> need to exist anymore. Goodbye. Anything else you want to say on Shadow and Jump, Kevin? Nope. That'll take us into Jump Card then.
Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. Uh, what do you have at number Cypher Academy, Kevin? Cypher Academy. It will just this, stay this, down uh, here. This is this chapter of Cypher Academy was terrible. Okay. It's also structured like a last chapter to the point where even the both the people who the people who don't like Cypher Academy, you and me, felt cock teased by it. Of like, oh, I thought this was over. And the people who do like Cypher Academy, are like, why are you giving me this heart attack? I mean, you know, if you like it, cool. It's just it's not my bag, so it's just going to be down here because I I almost can't be bothered to read it even though i have to read it all the time like it just it it goes one in in one eye and out the other and i can't remember anything about it anymore this also is worse than usual and it's translation and that there's a bit where like i don't want to say his gender is confused but like he says oh it's because i was a girl i wasn't killed and then later it's like oh yeah i'm a but he's a boy uh and he is a boy it's like the girl should have had uh quotations around it mm-hmm. and they didn't put it there because gotcha. like yeah, in the Japanese, it's like bolded, and like you wouldn't want to bold it in English. That doesn't really convey the same meaning. But mm. you would probably do this or this. It's clear he's like not being literal. Though. Yeah. And yo, yeah. what do you have at number sixteen? Sixteen is where I have Fabricant One Hundred. Uh, that's fair. Uh, uh, I just I, I'm like uh, okay. There was one page turn in it that made it go very, very, very slightly higher for me. I don't remember it now, but I remember being like, oh, that was kind of a cool page turn. Okay. I have me and Robocow here. Really? I kind of liked the did, did you? Yeah, I mean it's not great. It just it went a little bit higher, but I kind of liked the uh gorilla with his dad thing. I don't know. I never laughed and it just seemed like I guess the anime bad dad trope, but this dad is actually bad, like mm-hmm. he has no reason to have left. I don't know. It didn't sit right with me. That's fair. What do you have at 15? Uh, that's where I have Ichinose family. I'm just kind of like mostly confused by the mystery now and not in a good way and more of like a just kind of like, wait, what? What? I have it a bit higher because I feel like I, I might be a little less confused than you. That's fair. And also I like the change at the end. But I will agree with you. This chapter was weirdly confusing. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it'll make more sense next week with some other stuff. So like, I'm not being like, oh God, I hate Ichinose family now. But I was just, this week definitely had me going, okay, hopefully this makes sense later. Yeah, I think what it's saying is that like they were all in a coma from the accident, and they're all escaping one by one as they like resolve their thing. Okay, and like that's why his mom and his dad are no longer in the loop, and we've seen they're in yeah reality. And I think this was him as like being like, "Nah, this is fine," and that like weirdly is what has caused him to escape. I think that's what's going on. Okay, because like he's older now, and like I think it was his older self that was talking to him at the end, but that comes out of nowhere. And like I said, is weirdly confusing. Well, and also the only, the other big confusing thing is I thought that when we were in the real world with his parents, he was the only one still in the coma. That's what it seemed to imply, but I, I didn't actually ever say that. that. Okay. And I guess we never actually see anyone else yes. in the family. Though I also read I, that conclusion I from there. I could have sworn they, like, one of the doctors or they say he's the only one still in there. It is kind of a, ah, I never said, I, I said hypothetically sort of situation. Yeah. But, but that is what I'm taking from okay. Yeah, I have Fabricate 100 here. Okay. <laughs> Very slightly higher. What do you have at number 14, Kevin? 14 is where I have Kill Blue. I think it just kind of like, eh, yeah, all right, yeah, here's the trope of Assassin Boy Saves the Girl. Because, you know, I don't want to be a scion of a wealthy family. I just want to work at a ramen shop that my uncle owns. But then, oh, no, I have been kidnapped. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. This sounds like a Shonen manga plot. Mm-hmm. We can read actual case closed on Viz manga now. We don't need this. <laughs> um, 
I got My Hero Academia here at 14. That's fair. I just want My Hero Academia to be good, Kevin. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> we just said Shoto was coming over here, so... And also, all of the art seemed really confusing. Who who has raised Quirk? Was it Ray? Because she showed up at the end here. Is it Toya? That's the th- what it seems to imply. But it also seems like maybe Endeavor did it. And I don't actually think that makes any sense. No, but I the think the art was, is so unclear. Yeah, that. I think it was Toya has it as well. That like the extreme state he's in triggered raise quirk to finally manifest but if you have a giant paragraph explaining it to me please explain it to me yeah that is totally like listen it's not much higher for me but that was what i took off of it what do you have at 13 uh 13 is where i put me in roboco that's i kind of liked the yeah it does seem like the typical anime bad dad but at the end there it seemed like the dad actually had a reason to leave that like is something super weird yeah i don't know i got kill blue here okay what do you have at number 12 that's where i have my hero uh, Ray shows up. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How, when, where, why, who? I guess we, we solved two, Ray. <laughs> we, yeah, we solved two. And, and what shows up? <laughs> but the other three, I, I have questions. Yeah, it's, I, it's not great. Uh, like if Shoto like, oh. showed up, he was on the way. So. Yes, that, that makes sense. But no, just Ray's here like, oh, okay. And again, they like set up a bunch of end of her stuff for this. This could be good, but mm-hmm. it's not. And Kevin, I just want it to be good. Listen, does, that's, that's fair. Where are we, number 12? I, yep. I have Undead Unluck here. I okay. I don't know. I also would like this to be good, but it might be better in the future. I just thought this was a boring chapter, to That's be fair. honest with you. That, totally fair. What do you have at 11? That's where I have Witch Watch. This is, you know, interesting with Nico, Nico. Nico accidentally confess, like confessing to Moy without with, her knowing, yeah. but because he's listening in. Yeah, I thought that was all very good. We yeah. get some backstory stuff. It doesn't take a thousand years to read, which is the bane of Witch Watch. Yes. I, I have it higher, even. Okay. I have each and every family here. Okay. Like, like I said, I, I took a little more away from it from you, but I agree it was a bad chapter. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Mashal. I liked it. I, I liked the bit where he punches the guy and it was like, what was that cracking noise? He's not getting up. And then, like, I like the bit where he's got the shovel and he's, like, starting to dig a hole and then he stands up. He's like, oh, thank God. Were you going to bury the body? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was all very funny. I have it actually much higher. Here's where I have do retry. Okay. Like I said, it was just so tonally confused. Mm-hmm. I think there is room for this manga and Shonen Jump. We need a sports thing. And boxing manga has a long tradition. But mm-hmm. th- this one just, like I said, not off to the best start. What do you have in number nine? Nine is where I put Undead on Unluck. I like bits of it, so, you know, yeah. Uh, that's where I put Witch Watch. Okay. What do you have in number eight? That's where I put Do We Try. I agree with you on a lot of stuff, just kind of different shuffling around of things. I have Tenmaku Cinema at eight. Okay. I liked it, but it didn't feel like... It feels like we're settling in. This one wasn't amazing and had a very little character interaction, so... That's that's kind of fair. I have the Loose of Samurai at seven. Like I said, I liked it. I just I liked the stuff above it more. Yeah, seventh where I have a Kanabanashi, which okay. I have similar feelings to. Mm-hmm. What do you have at six? Six is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. I kind of liked the like backstory stuff with the ghost that I forget his name now, but like I liked that bit and I liked the the like quick rewrite thing. I don't know, it just seemed. I, I guess that's cool. Yeah, and like we see him in the past and like, oh yeah, I only get a redo rewrites when I get excited for it. You're right. That was pretty good stuff. Yeah, the, I you know I'm not saying it was amazing, so that's that's why some of this stuff just shuffled around a little bit for me. Uh, six is where I have Mashal. Okay. I, I thought the the joke with the shovel was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And the and also I really really liked the bit where they're like 
he's imagining like a daytime television show and, and interviewing his friends with their faces blocked out. It's like, yeah, he just seemed so normal. And then he <laughs> murdered <Yep>. a guy. <laughs> ignoring that, that that guy is like a giant space alien from that has tri- that is trying to murder the planet. Yeah. yeah. I have a kind of bonus at five. You know, I liked it. Yeah, I've Sakimoto days at five. Okay. The grenade chair is really good, okay. but it is mostly just fight. Mm-hmm. Even if it's very good, what do you have at number four? Sakamoto days. I just I like that panel of uh, Sakamoto ripping the guy through the <laughs> through the bottom of the ground. Yeah, I have Mission Yozakura at four. Okay, that panel and page turn are incredible. Mm-hmm. What do you have at three? Three is where I put Blue Box. Same. It's good, but I'm more excited for next week. Yeah. Uh, what do you have at number two? Two is where I put Mission Yozakura. That. That page is just great, and I I just love the uh, you know how dare like I will murder anyone who makes my brother cry like kind of revealing that Hafumi is the even worse Koichiro yeah and him just being like oh god what have I done <laughs> I have a list of samurai too like okay. I said I yeah, thought yeah. it was genuinely really really good mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't as good as One Piece nope One Piece is, is number one yeah please let us have One Piece next week I didn't check but please i also forgot to check. please thou god thou god who are ichiro odai give us one piece next week <laughs> anything else you want to say about shonen jump kevin nope well and speaking of sports manga we read haikyuu volume 24 and we'll be back to talk about that after this break So we were at Haikyuu this week, Kevin, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it, other than it feeling like it's been a year when it's been slightly more than a month? I really liked this volume after the past couple, not just going back to, hey, we're actually focusing on like Hanada and the boys at uh, Karasuno, but I felt like this was a really cool way of doing the training arc where, you know, Hanada, like... <laughs> sneaks his way onto another one of the or onto the rookie training camp but instead the guy's like oh you can be a ball boy and like he's still managing to learn a lot from it just it was some really cool stuff so like even even like i obviously i loved the last game that they played but i i was like this was a really cool especially after having a break of not really dealing with the carsuno boys coming back to this was neat yeah, I really liked it. I like that the coach is like, oh, volleyball is all about being tall and strong, is the coach of the rookie camp. Yes. And we see him kind of changing, and that he's like, yeah, no, this is a weird stunt, Like, but I don't begrudge him that, but I'm not going to let him be part of my training camp. But I will let him be ball by and learn how to do defense really well. Yeah, well, and I, I like that, because I'm pretty sure this was the same coach that was the short yes, guy. Yes, it, it is. And he was like, it just it doesn't work. And then him seeing Hanada made him go, you know what? Maybe I could have made it work. Maybe I just didn't want it hard enough. And so it's almost like he's testing Hanada, like, ah, that cheeky brat kind of thing when he sees him show up and be like, you know what? Fine. I'm not going to let you do anything. But like someone else points out, I was like, why is the coach yelling at Hanada more than any of the rest of us? Which... If you've ever like been coached, most of the time isn't actually a bad thing. If you're getting yelled at constantly, it means the coach is watching you and pointing out your flaws, which is the whole reason you're at this training camp. Like, sure, it sounds mean and bad, but 
it actually means that he he's focusing on you know Hanada one of the hardest and trying to get him to improve more. Not that he's not you know coaching the other people, but like it actually means he's putting effort in. As bad as this might sound, of ah, oh, he's just screaming at the kid all the time. It was like, well, he's actually pointing out his flaws, which again is the whole point of coming to this training camp. Like the the whole reason you would do something like this is to have a completely different person look at me and tell, you know, oh, hey, you're doing this wrong. Maybe you could try doing this. You know, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. I need another perspective other than my coach who might just kind of like, ah, oh, well, I know he's got these flaws, but like we're working on this stuff. So I really liked that aspect of it of, you know, yeah, I'm not letting him participate, but in actuality he gets to participate harder because he's forced to not do drills and not do everything else so again like you said he learns defense by being a ball boy yeah and he's like oh this is gonna be hard to translate into an actual game where i'll be closer and have to deal with it mm-hmm. but we know he gets much better at defense so yeah this makes sense here's where like we're starting to marry to the haiki we read in a lot of ways yes because the other short kid also shows up in this volume yes at the national camp where kageyama is mm-hmm. and he's like why, why are you not impressed by me why do you just keep staring he's like oh because you're a valuable resource yes <laughs> like- I, I do really like that where he's like everyone is you know usually i have to prove like you know usually i have to prove how awesome i am because everyone's like oh look it's a short stack you know why are you surprised why aren't you surprised that i can jump that eye it's like listen you're good but like i've seen this shit <laughs> And he, he even mentions, he was like, no, he's actually better than Hinata. Hinata. But it's it's that level of like, yeah, I, 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 I know another short stack that can do stuff similar to you. You're better than him, so I'm going to keep watching. But I'm not going to be surprised watching a short stack fly. Yeah, there's even the bit where he does his first set and he like puts it way out and ahead. And the person's like, oh, yeah, sorry, we're still getting in sync. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, habit. And they're like, why is that habit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was really good. It was like a set of, oh, you already be- better be on the approach, you asshole, is habit for him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did really like that. I also really like the, the one guy who's constantly wearing a mask because he's like a bit of a germaphobe. When he hears that somebody stuffed the uh, ace from the the last uh, game, is like, who is it? Who did it? And it was like, well, it was actually uh, Hinata from the back row. But still, like, he actually did manage to stuff the guy. And uh, he's like, who is it? Who, like, you know, like I I need to know who this is. Uh, and it's just really funny with him going like, yeah, he's a guy who didn't even make it here, and you know, is like four foot six. <laughs> you didn't even make it to the rookie training camp back at home. I also really like people being like, oh, man, he's not as working so hard and he's not even part of the camp. I guess I also have to work hard and I don't even want to be here today. Yep. Man, I can't be lazy if the asshole who literally snuck his way on here is working harder than I am. Yeah. Yeah. I also really, really enjoyed this volume. Mm. I think we're going to get probably more of it next volume if I had to guess. Probably. Because they're both like halfway over and we've got barely any Kageyama yet. Yeah, I'm expecting more Kageyama in the next volume because we've, like you said, we've only gotten a little bit of stuff with him. Like we still have his observation that the the germaphobe guy hasn't started trying yet. And I really like that somebody, uh, like he's having the conversation with one of the guys like, oh, so you think he's being lazy? He's like, no, I said he's not trying yet. Like... I don't think he's being lazy. I think it's I don't feel challenged at the moment. Why should I why should I put forth effort if I don't need to is how he feels right now. Like not as a negative thing like I just don't think you've brought out your A game yet. I think you're still hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a short guy. 
Well, specific, yeah. Yeah. Not, no, not this the is short about the mask guy. guy yeah, the mask right. guy. I don't know. I got confused for a second, but yeah, no, you're right. It's that exact thing. Yeah, and so there, there's some cool stuff going on with that. I think we will get more Hanada, but I think there's less less stuff Hanada has to do with the rookie camp, and so hopefully we'll focus a little bit more on Tobio at the national camp. Anything else you want to say about IKEA this week, Kevin? It's really nope. good. Yes, you know, as everybody knows, I feel like we were the last people to be like, "Hey, IKEA's good," but. Well, when you start at chapter 300... I think it was later than that. When you start in the middle of a game where everybody's always having a flashback, and then he just goes to Brazil, and you're like, what? what? <laughs> Do we want to add anyone to personality power level, Kevin? No, there's maybe a couple of people that have been introduced here that might go, but I know nothing about them, so I don't want to yet. Maybe next volume, one of them will stick out as a character, but... All right, then. Next week, we are going to read volume two of Demon Slayer because that anime is going on and we're in Shonen Summer. It's time for all the Shonen stuff. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone.